Good afternoon, and welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. My name's Dave. I'm going to host today. Joining me in studio, as always, it is none other than the internet's own, a favorite of sports fans, Dylan Chivery. Wow, Dave, thank you for the fantastic introduction. You know, there are only like 40-something days until college football, if you're paying attention. Cannot get here soon enough. Very excited for that. We're going to talk a little college football today. Good. I hope you get like, getting your uh, getting your beak a little wet. Because you're going to get it wet, Dylan. Might be a first for you, motherfucker. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but okay. His beak. My beak stays wet, dog. It's called an afternoon cup of bing bong, David. Maybe look into it. I had a Celsius earlier. Mm. I had a watermelon Celsius. And it hit. Got to say, it's been a while. And I'm back on it. Hey, that voice you just heard? Live from Madison. Fresh off of a vacation to Central Texas, it's KJ. Great to be with you, fellas. Um, many apologies are probably due. Uh, I, I, I regret being uh, less than a couple hours away and not making it very, very clear that the goal was to uh, embark on uh, shenanigans, mischievous shenanigans, if you will, uh, with as many of the lads as possible. Uh, instead, your boy flew in. Didn't have any shenanigans and flew out early. It was a real, uh, real C minus of a trip. But nevertheless, uh, the hall pass continues to be stamped for one additional year in perpetuity. So we'll get at him next year, maybe from uh, Asheville or uh, Lake Tahoe. Who knows? Yeah, KJ, um, KJ came under fire from me specifically because <laughs> this trip, this is a group of guys that I went to Montana with last summer. And they didn't do Montana. Correct. They decided to do Canyon Lake, which is New Braunfels way. Uh, you know, land of rivers and lakes, things of that nature. And I didn't think KJ was going. And then I found out Wednesday KJ was going. So I was like, well, thanks for telling me. <laughs> and then I went to text KJ and one of the other guys. Uh, what? Just didn't get any kind of uh, communication, <laughs> digital communication from KJ. You and me both. Uh, well, actually, that's not exactly true. I went to text KJ and our, our good friend Jake um, about the trip, and above the last text sent was KJ saying, hey, I'm definitely in. I'm coming down. And I was like, ooh. You did kind of tell well, us, but there was no response, and I, that's on me. But I feel like you should, have doubled, you should have doubled down. I, I will defend uh, my honor one time here if you will uh, turn your attention to the meme team group text when uh, one cat pat or – Kat Perry, I don't know, uh, mentioned that her husband is going to be in Austin for a bachelor trip, I believe this weekend, to which my response was, should have come down the week prior, I will be there to float. Both of you were included on that communication. Can I, can I tell a little secret? <laughs> He's this, like, I don't read 10 times, 10 of those texts. Sometimes that text gets so overwhelmed that I, I, don't, I, I skim it. I don't. I don't give it's it fair. the attention that each comment deserves. Yeah, dropping that information into a group text <laughs> shared like by forty-five people, in shared there. by many people who that doesn't even apply to. That's a an invite. So, fair, uh, fair. I was gonna turn and like turn that towards Randy for not like then telling me that he was floating because he's also in that group text. So I guess that's not gonna fly either. <laughs> hey, maybe next time you're in Central Texas for a float trip, you'll. Make an effort to see your, your dear friends who live, Shocking. oh, I don't know, 30 minutes away. 
Shockingly, two trips uh, in the first six or seven months of the year. Nobody had that uh, in the guards. Let me just say, it was an hour, ten minutes to their house that they were at. <laughs> I looked it up because I was going to go down Saturday, uh, and I did not. But it was an hour and ten. I've been to Canyon Lake. I stayed at – I need to send the picture to you. about. I stayed at a place that was easily the worst Airbnb that's ever been Airbnb'd. It was on the lake, too. Mm. Super shitty. But the place you all had looked nice. Did you at least have was- fun? Was there any fun had? There was a good amount of fun. I, I screwed myself uh, right out of the gate nice. um, by <laughs> booking my flights, but uh, not following through with the purchase. And I put them on hold because I didn't have my credit card at my desk. And so I was like, okay, I'll get back to this within 24 hours. I did not. Flight costs went up tra- dramatically into San Antonio or Austin or DFW because a lot of that group was driving down. It was three or four hundred dollars cheaper to fly into Houston. Same distance as Dallas was my rationale, but it was just a poor decision. So there I was driving three plus hours solo, uh, the opposite direction, um, and my flight out was tremendously early. And I knew that was going to be a problem, but uh, it just it caused all kind of havoc. But, uh, nevertheless, again, we'll live and learn. We will live and learn. It's just kind of like when you play your ZAW card in the ZAW. Like you play, let's say you played it on like Sunday night, which is a bold time to play it, mm. obviously, because then you cannot have pizza mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. It's oh, your kinda, week start on Sunday? Okay. The, the ZAW card weeks do. Yeah. It's set in stone. Okay. I didn't make the rules. I'm just interpreting you, you it just to you. just interpreted the text, KJ. Yeah, that's, all, that's all I'm doing. But it's kind of like if you play your ZAW card on Sunday night, and let's say you got like, uh, what's a shitty pizza place? You did Little Caesars. Oh, hot and mm. ready. Pizza, pizza. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, dude, I lived on that stuff in college. I freaking lived on it. Randy. Randy did too. It's just like that, right? Detroit's own. Is that a good comp for the trip? I feel like I'm shitting on the trip and I, I wanted to go. It looked fun. It was, um, I, I would probably say that it's, you tried, uh, you called Domino's and uh, didn't ask for any coupons. You didn't do any online deals. You paid full rate, and they showed up an hour late. That's what the trip was. It was still <laughs> quality pizza. You got what you were coming for, mm-hmm. uh, but you paid full tilt. Mm. Okay. You know, again, live and learn, people. You live and learn. Hey, follow us on the social media. Twitter and Instagram specifically. Hell, even Threads. Did you see Thread. the usage rate on Threads? Yeah. Not great. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> it it hit, hit the floor. Kind of think they were – I kind of – my conspiracy theory, my personal conspiracy theory that is that it was just uh, an attempt for Meta just to gather like as much data as possible with minimal effort and knowing that it wasn't going to be a, a viable long-term competitor to Twitter. That being said – I signed up for it. That that chart I saw, graph, whatever you want to call it, not good. Was uh, exactly parallel to my personal use on Threads. The first day, Me too. I was like, okay, we'll see what this is about. I think I fired off maybe two Threads, though you call them, uh, and then another one the next day, and then I have not opened the app since because I I just don't need it right now. Once Twitter, if Twitter dies, I'll go over there. Until that happens, I'm, I'm going to stay. What is dead may never die. Okay. There you go. That's, That's something it. I've said often. Yeah, I, I I agree. I I've been on Twitter a lot. I was looking forward to to mixing it up, but I was also worried that I'll, my online time, which is 
way too high already. It was about to just potentially double, but that's not been the case. So shout out to Threads, shout out to their family. I don't need two almost identical social media platforms. Yeah. Just don't. I'm just going to do one. Um, we're in kind of a, a weird spot for sports. Uh, I'd love to break down where the Rangers are in the AL West race every every Monday. And once we get down to it, you know, the last 30 games or so, we will probably get pretty in-depth on that. However, I'm not going to point out that the Rangers are 3-0 and since the All-Star break. That's not that important. <laughs> they got the brooms out. They got a big series. They got Tampa in town, best team in the AL. And uh, we, we'll focus more on that down the road. But right now, we got to look over Netflix way. It's a, that's a, uh, a streaming service, a platform. Specifically, quarterbacks. Something that I remember us talking about, or at least texting about, a while back. Completely forgot that this was happening. And we are going to break down episodes one and two. What was that look, KJ? Am I am I wrong? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember it happening at all before, like two weeks ago, and I'm sure it was on a radar. But anyways, uh, I was just enhancing the fact that like I all I too forgot. Yeah, it, I I don't know. I I I feel like uh, whenever you have a camera crew following around someone of uh, Pat Mahomes' stature, then like. You'll see a lot of write-ups and it'll have a lot of buzz. I feel like this didn't have a ton of buzz. I didn't know about it either until it was on the on Netflix. Maybe this live. maybe <laughs> this completely we whiffed on this, but we are relatively early, right? This just dropped in the last week. Yeah, no, we're on time. This dropped last Wednesday or so. Okay. So we're getting uh Marcus Mariota, we're getting Kirk Cousins, and we're getting Patty Mahomes through two episodes. Overall, what do you think? Um, overall, I think I I'm paying attention when, cause they, they, they switch back and forth between the three guys, right? They'll do, mm -hmm. you know, 10 minutes on Mahomes, 10 minutes on cousins, 10 minutes on Mariota. And they'll kind of just bounce back and forth. Anytime Mariota's on the screen, I either want to fall asleep or just like scroll my phone. Cause he is just a big old nothing burger in the personality department. He does absolutely Whoa. nothing for me. He's just so boring. He's boring, and unfortunately, so's Kirk Cousins. But at least Kirk Cousins has like kind of like the just the dorky dad factor. Kirk Cousins comes off as more like uh, more likable than I expected him to be. I'm not right. saying I love Kirk Cousins, but he's jovial and he's he's I don't know he he shares more and he he's more engaged. I don't know. I just I don't love the guy, but. I want to I want to see what he's like behind the scenes. Mariota, it's it's watching paint dry, man. There's just absolutely nothing there, and he's not like a he's not a standout quarterback. So it's like no. why, why are you on here again? I found the most compelling parts of his, uh, you know, first two episodes to be like highlights of him at Oregon, yeah, which were inherently sick. He won the Heisman. He was very 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 fun. Yeah, that year that Heisman year. I also I sent this text into the India. Uh, too much dip group. I said no, because Landry's in there, big tech guy, Texas Tech. If you're a Texas Tech fan, this is like pornography for you because your guy. It's highlighting your guy, and the, you know they're all obsessed with Mahomes. How, how they got the the best football player in the world went to Texas Tech. I don't know how that happened, but it did, and they get to claim him, and that's cool for them. Then at the beginning of episode two, it starts in Lubbock. They fly Mahomes and family fly into Lubbock, and he gets honored. The uh, 
Ring of Honor, whatever they call it there. And he's just talking up Texas Tech and, mm -hmm. and Lubbock and how he became the quarterback he is on campus there. And like, all right, good for you guys. Yeah, KJ, I was looking around that Ring of Honor. See if there's a <laughs> familiar name. See if there's any familiar names. Where, where, what, what side of the stadium are you on? Uh, they're, they're definitely. I shouldn't say definitely. There's probably an unclaimed Cotton Bowl ring somewhere with my name on it. Uh, although I imagine it was probably auctioned off or just given away years ago after never going back to claim it. Big regret, and I'll I'll get to that when we talk Kirk Cousins. Um, my overall quick notes on the show, produced by Peyton Manning, which explained like the initial, not cameo, but kind of feed into the importance of the position of quarterback um, without it being like us hearing Omaha productions like right off out of the gate. Thumbs up to him. Like it, maybe it's just that Netflix has an idea of how to make sports documentaries now. And so it's quality film. It's, you know, done fairly well. It's, it's edited fairly well. Like for this to be the first type of thing I've seen like this quality wise, I felt just as good as like early hard knocks days without all the fluff. Yeah. Like this felt yeah, almost a better way to go about it than following one team for six weeks when you know, you're going to follow a player that's not going anywhere during hard knocks or a season where you know the outcome. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. Quick note on Marcus. Well, actually let's, let's step back. Let's pick one quarterback to kind of each of us lead the combo on. I'll take Marcus Mariota since the two of you seem since to have I strong feelings that for part. the other. I'll take uh, Kirk. You're going to give me Pat? You got Pat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the I'll get Marcus out of, out of the way because I, I think that maybe he's the, less, the least to offer here. 3D mammographies. Not mammographies. 3Ds were not scanning the mams. The 3D sonography or 4D ones, that was pretty badass. Are you okay? <laughs> that was like the highlight. Did you not see that? Where they went and scanned uh, their soon-to-be daughter for like 10 minutes on television? Oh, yeah. And she like okay. rewound and got the baby smiling? Okay. The way you said that. I'm, I stumbled and said mammography. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant sonography. Okay. It just, it sounded like I. I I was sorry, sorry. I understand what you're saying now. No, we all. Look I'm genuinely eyes. saying that was cool. I'm not saying like I turned on this show for that. But no, I know, you know. I know. It, no, you're right. It, it was it was cool. I just the way those words rolled together there. I I I, I was worried about what was happening to you. No, no, I'm not stroking out, and uh, I did not mean to say ma'ams. Uh, other than that, the biggest <laughs> intrigue that I have for Marcus Mariota's segment of the show is knowing that it's going to be an absolute car wreck of a season. Yeah. And everything I've all ever heard about Marcus Mariota is that he's one of the most genuinely nice people, um, quarterback wise. So when we get to the point in the season where he's benched and when reports were coming out that he basically left the team or quit the team, toward the end of the season or like was injured and decided not to travel and do his treatment with the team. 
I want to see what that's like. And I have no idea. I haven't even tried to spoil it for myself and like find out where he's signed to or where he's at now. But I think he's giving major we're seeing the end of his career vibes in this, in this season. I confess to watching ahead. I have seen that part. I won't talk about it, but yeah, it, it, they do get into it. I can't confirm. I was going to say when, when you were talking about how boring it is, like the only saving grace is that, you know, you know how it ends. And it's kind of like, man, you really hate it for the guy. Cause he does seem like a great dude. At the same time, it's like, that's kind of compelling. See the wheels kind of fall off and, I forgot about I forgot he almost went back to back on uh uh game losing fumbles. Yeah. Week one and week two, whatever it was. That was uh, yeah, that they, was tough. They caught some really interesting games during the documentary, which is cool. Um the uh the Vikings comeback game, greatest comeback in NFL history, was featured in one of the epi- one of the later episodes. Spoiler. I mean, it happened last season. It's, it's, there's no, it's when we get to the Vikings bills, like that's, is that the game? Uh, yeah. Can yeah, I say that, that when they get to that episode, like I'm, I'm age for that. They showed in the previews at the end of two and yeah. I'm sitting there like pre rambling things that they're going to hit on in the show while watching it with Nicole. And I'm like, Oh, and this guy, this, this, and this, but when they get to this game, it's going to be exciting. They show that. And I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot that happened last season that uh, don't weren't things that I remembered, like the greatest comeback in was it NFL history, regular season history, all all NFL history. Don't remember that. Like not when I saw, it, I was like, oh yeah, it's crazy. But I they completed a 33 point comeback. Oh my god. Yeah. They also had the uh, the infamous the Pat Mahomes, um, just insane. Touchdown goal line flick. Yeah. On the goal line, which I was like, Oh yeah, I do remember that. (laughs) Um, speaking of Pat Mahomes, if, uh, if if I may glaring lack of Jackson. Yeah. I was a little disappointed in that. I want, I wanted some insight into what makes that dude tick. I think that I bet they decided to, uh, remove him. I bet they decided to edit him upon, uh, the revelations, the uh, accusations, the criminal Probably charges. So. Yeah, uh, he does make a couple of appearances, but it's very brief, and then he doesn't really. He doesn't even speak because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of Brittany Mahomes in the in the press box, or not in the press box. In Is the, there in the, in the box? Yeah, just a little Is bit. Is she in the show? And you're watching her, and you're watching her go crazy as she, as she does, you know, for her mans. And there's no Jackson, and you're like, how is this possible? Because they seem to be like BF set BFFs. Oh, what? BFFs, best friends forever. Is what I was best saying. friends forever. Yes. Yeah, not oh, much. Jackson friends. Mahomes. Brittany. Brittany is uh is featured more as the season goes on. I will say they have a kid oh together. God. Thank God they have a kid together, and so there's uh, they they talk about that quite a bit. Oh yeah. Uh, she is, of course. She's you know she's they're not catching her in these like celebratory moments during the documentary. So she's much more like a normal person and not just screaming into the, her phone in selfie mode. So she is um, more tolerable. That's good. More tolerable. That's good. When all you know about somebody um, is like them celebrating their their team via, like you said, the selfie mode, Instagram Live, it's hard to really get a gauge on whether like that person is someone like you're down with. Mm-hmm. So I look, fo- I look forward to that. I, I didn't realize they were high school sweethearts. Oh yeah. So 
That's cool. I didn't realize she was older. Not that it mattered, but uh, I'd seen the white uh, photos from White House High School or whatever of Pat Holmes with short hair and her. So I figured they knew each other then. But um, I will say this to her credit. I think she gets wronged by still shots. And I don't mean that from like a looks good, looks bad standpoint, but I, I think a lot of personality or like my mental impression of her is impressed upon her by some of the facial expressions that she'll have during still shots or very short photos or very short photos, very short videos like the Patman Holmes and her say something in on the sideline and she rolls her eyes and like responds to Jackson on the other side of her or something like that. Um, or she always has that, like, I wish I was anywhere else face and a lot of, uh, still shots. I didn't get a lot of that here. I but, got some strong, you're going to be tired at the end of every day that you live life with this person vibes. <laughs> do you think that? Yeah. Well, she's probably tired of Jackson making her hit the whoa or whatever it is. <laughs> Fucking just looking for some, for some views. Yeah, you did it. That is it. Good job. Clip that. Um, no, I, my favorite part of the Mahomes stuff was them just talking about, uh, his athletic prowess with baseball and then football and like how strong his spine is and that whatever that machine is that he, he was tugging on and spinning, never seen that. That's not something that they have at lifetime. Um, but I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to see how weak I am in my spine. I feel like I have a weak spine. The baseball stuff is interesting to me because why doesn't that translate more if it's like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It, it's in my head. It makes sense. But why, why aren't there more like baseball players turned quarterbacks that make those weird angle sidearm E, you know, off schedule throws like that. Um, Kyler instincts, but Kyler yeah. does. That's not Kyler's game at all. I think he makes a lot of, he doesn't do as many, I guess what they call, um, uh, off platform, off platform. That's what, what I was think, trying yeah. to think of. I think that's the term, which like, I think is perfect. Had never really used it. Um, but I think Kyler does a lot of adjustments, but I think we all relate it more to his height than we do associate it with baseball. Russell back. Wilson would be the other one, uh, but again, I think of like, long he's, baseball career the way he, but I, he a, doesn't do a lot of that either the way he throws a football is very traditional mm-hmm. very and so i don't know i just it, it's it's got my head turning a bit it, it's interesting the way they talked about it um and he plus i think he was a, a pitcher i don't think he played much infield which they is did say he played shortstop that, oh, that's okay. what i was gonna ask okay. like is that because the other well fuck, kyler was a shortstop so that ruins my thought i was gonna say were the other two pitchers and he was a shortstop but the video they showed he was on the mound great point i i, I can't think of anybody who's as unique as this even though we have very similar baseball to quarterback comparisons um did i hear it correctly that he did not start playing quarterback till his junior year yeah so that's pretty insane and it kind of makes a little bit more sense when you think about it because he was obviously a good – he put up big numbers at Tech. Mm -hmm. um, didn't always translate into wins. No, um, very just rarely. Not a necessary detail, but I'm just putting that out there just to keep my Tech fan friends humble. Um, but you have to think, like, let's say he was a quarterback, like, his whole life. Like, you got to think that by the time he gets to high school that he's not going to Texas Tech. Like, he's getting recruited by – Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like the, the development of was later than I would imagine most. They showed a couple of his high school clips in the show. And of course, there's a lot of tape on him, obviously, from high school. But the, from the few clips they showed, I wouldn't have offered him as a quarterback. He looked very unorthodox. His throwing motion was just weird. Nothing looked tremendous in no, this video. He's just, like, he that wasn't the, watching like a Lamar Jackson high school film or something where it's just like, holy shit, this guy is yeah, different. He gets the ball where it needs to be, but he does it in just weird ways. And it's like, I, I don't know if this is going to translate to the next level. So I get why he didn't get a ton of like big-time offers. But the dude just obviously he finds a way to get it done, and he's unbelievable. Yeah, that being said, he he was uh, incredibly sick at college. Like he was other, uh, but when I remember he was getting a bunch of draft hype, and I never understood why. Because I mean, as a Texas fan, like I was only only watched him when Texas played, and he would never really played that great against Texas. Uh, obviously, he had a big arm, which I think got a lot of people talk like building hype. But um, I never really got it. And yeah, obviously I, obviously I was I was wrong. He was probably playing in like a, a knee brace and a shoulder brace, like half those games. I just that's how I remember him at Tech. Like outside of the games I saw him, you know, against Baylor when they used to play that game at AT and T Stadium, and he'd throw for like six hundred yards. Um, I always just remember him like in a body cast out there, just mm -hmm. chunking it, getting hit. Yeah, just getting behind smoked. a terrible. Wasn't line. the best O line. Wasn't the best O line. No. Uh, let's talk Kirk. Kirk. One one other note, real quick, on Pat Mahomes. Um, obviously, Pat Mahomes Senior played in him in the big leagues for eleven years. I was happy they put in film of him. Like I've known that story always, but I've never really seen much video on it. I have I've never made the effort to completely it's all agree out there. But I've I was happy to that. see that and like, oh shit! I was also very happy to see he's just sitting there, like. You remember the Brooks Kepka conversation in full swing where he's having like that very affirming conversation with one of his like dudes from his crew in there, not at his house. It was like on tour after an event. And he's just like saying something guys like reaffirming it right back to him. That conversation that went on with Pat and he's got his two buddies like yucking him up. I'm like, okay. And then his dad just sitting there with the Coors light. And I'm like, <laughs> like as Christmas stockings are being held, I'm like, there's, probably a weird ass scene that goes on in this family circle as if we already didn't assume that much, but I, I hope that it's long-term sustainable. Obviously you get two Super Bowls. who gives a shit what happens after that, but it just seemed like there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, Oh, and Apple cannons are fucking dope. I had that note written down. That's, that was it. I'm I trying to think of what the word was, where, where they even were. Was that like an apple farm? I guess that was a farm. Uh, and it's, I guess they had the place all to, them, all to themselves. And like, I can't think of anything cooler than just being having unlimited apple cannon access. That's sick. It's like a potato gun, but it's an apple. Yeah. Still deadly. Yes. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Kirk, is it time? It's time for Kirk. Uh, again, wait. I've I watched beyond two episodes, so I, I might be confusing some of the content from the the later ones with the first two. Uh, they show him as like a family man. His wife is is featured throughout it quite a bit. Um, he gets he gets really into like the the like the grueling season long like effort to stay 
mentally and physically able to play the position, which I find incredibly interesting. He talk, he, he deals with rib injuries throughout the entire season, and it shows the hits he takes and then the aftermath and the, like, the rehab he does between games. And he does these, these mental – this is definitely one of the later episodes, so I should probably not even say it. But he does like these mental brain exercises that are really interesting – um anyway I, I is that the meme we meme we meme something where he's got like yeah electrodes yeah okay okay yeah. yeah i was a little worried that when we were when our social guy uh meme that that i was like <laughs> oh fuck is this some like concussion shit that i'm that we're gonna look like dicks no, for memeing? so he watches like a movie on it it's, it's connected to his phone his iphone okay he's watching a movie and if he if he stops paying attention so if his attention span starts to wander, this the screen will fade, begin to fade to black, and that'll just trigger in his brain like you need to refocus again on what you're watching if you want the the image to reappear on the. It's weird how it works. Damn, there are this a few, what, uh, there are two different ones they have does, on Kyler's like film iPad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on dude. Kyler Murray when he got like last like for his contract talking about watching film. Do they have like some sort of eye sensor situation on his? <laughs> That's creepy. I don't know. Like it's that? it's it's wild. I don't know how well it works, but wow. you see. But he seems like he's like the more I do this, the better I play. I swear. So what is this? An episode wild. of Black Mirror? It's wild. It's 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 interesting, but yeah, just uh, the insight into uh, the life of a starting NFL quarterback is super fucking interesting to me. It's the most difficult position to play in sports, which they talk about, but it is so true. And uh, it, you can be really good one week, and then the next week you struggle, and then your your job is on the line. It's it's wild, man. He uh he definitely has the most live laugh lovable home. He does. Yeah. Oh like, my goodness. There's got to be. He's a good old Christian boy. You know. Shout out and, to him. Yeah. Seems like a very nice guy. KJ, you were critical of him. Go ahead and tell the people uh-huh, why. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I lo- I like Kirk Cousins. I'll start there. His wife in the first episode made me begin to think, oh shit, Brittany's going to have some like competition for least viewable spouse on this show. Um, because her whole, oh, I dress Kirk. And yes, that is the Patagonia shirt. I just thought it looked great. Fall colors in September. What a better shirt. What, you know, what else could he wear? Like she is definitely walking around with the Stanley mug and. <laughs> Probably makes a lot of insufferable Instagram video content. If she wasn't married to Kirk Cousins, like she would be everything I despise about my algorithm. Having said that, <laughs> a little bit of redemption when it got to like the Commanders episode, although she did bitch about like the travel she had to get to to like get there on time. Okay, figure it out. Um, in episode two, Kirk takes you to, I believe it's in his basement. Which, by the way, we saw his house in Minnesota and then the shot from the outside of his house in Michigan, like right on the coast of the lake. That shit looked dope. Was that the fire the pit? Uh, fire pit, I think, was in Minnesota. Fire pit situation was dope, a, too. The, the fire pit situation looked great. And that's, I would say, not standard, but for nicer neighborhoods, Wisconsin, Minnesota, like that's the kind of vibe you get. Really oversized lots. Homes look a little bit big just because of walkout basements, but that I understood the house that's right on the lake. Look fucking awesome until he walks you to, well, we didn't want all of my memorabilia that I'm a big collector to be like 
right there in main display in the living room. So everything is in one room. Which I respect, by the way. I do too, until you get into this like secret room, whatever. Um, and everything's on display like a fucking museum. This is a very personal, um, not meant to be very showy experience. And literally it looks like Madame fucking Tussauds. Like the entire room has mannequins. Everything is dusted, well lit on display. Unless you're saying like, Hey, I don't want concussions to erase the memory of like all of these things I'm proud of. Great. But like to the point where he has a small television in there, that's likely playing film of his on loop at some point in time. I just felt like they were playing both angles of like, this is very personal, intimate and means a lot to me. I respect that. I love that. He keeps a lot of shit. Nothing. I regret more than like not being able to remember a lot of my football, like past, you know, not to the degree that his obviously Your cotton but then having nothing to show for it. Pictures or anything. Cotton bowl ring. Prime example. Like what the hell was I thinking? Like, go get it. I didn't. Um, but so I love that he does it until there was a one shot. I sent you guys screenshots of, and then back to back, like two seconds, they show a mannequin with his Vikings Jersey uniform on it, helmet, Jersey pants, everything. And hanging from the helmet is a purple mask, like a COVID year mask, Mm -hmm. which if we all recall, Kirk Cousins was one of two very vocal quarterbacks of like, I'm just not going to get vaccinated. I'm going to follow my quarantine process. And like, that was his bit. If, if I'm not mistaken, was that not his position? Yeah. I don't know how so, vocal he was about it, but I know he, he definitely was when he was asked about it, said that he didn't do the Aaron Rodgers thing about like immune, immunized, immuno, immunized or whatever. Yeah. He just flat out said he wasn't. Right. And that he would quarantine and he has his process and like, that's what his position was. And that was it. Whichever. Oh, never mind. Like he's in Minnesota. Mayo Clinic's a huge sponsor. I believe you men leaders in healthcare. And so that was like a huge thing in that area. So for him to take the effort of like bringing a mask into his very manicured, very curated, very like purposeful personal room and to like dangle it off of a mannequin seems questionable because in the next shot, that mask disappeared. Like somebody made the conscious thought of like, wait, no, take that off of there. I don't want that in the shot. You had me looking for it. Cause you texted us about this. Yeah. I think it was just because it would have ruined the shot. Cause the shot was actually from the front and it was a shot just of the mannequin and it looked perfectly symmetrical and the mask hanging off the side. I don't know. It's just not as aesthetically pleasing. It's not. I agree, but it would, it, then it shouldn't have been there in the first place. You know what I mean? Like when they walked Dude, in the, room, raw, the first man. shot I sent you, like there's two or three shots where He's standing to the left of it, and it's center shot. That's the only way I noticed the mask, because then on the very next clip, it's not there, and I'm like, all right. So some discussion happened in that moment, like, oh, let me move this out of the way. And I just, I don't know. Given his history on it, it seemed a little bit odd. But that that's my gripe. I'm not mm. saying he should have shouldn't have it there, but it tips his cards, I think. Are you trying to say he didn't get the jab? <laughs> I'm saying he said that he didn't, which is okay for him to decide, but like maybe him like putting the mask in there is like a further sign of like, yeah. And I said, fuck you guys to, you know, maybe he's more Kyrie than we lead than we uh, understand because he wears LLB. Maybe he was low key, like super terrified of COVID and like 
actually just didn't want to admit it. And he got jabbed. He got double jabbed. Even got like doubled down. So he got quadruple jabbed. <laughs> Maybe he just got jabbed the fuck up and was wearing that mask like even at his house. I was like, oh no, gotta take this off for the next shot. Do you ever think I'm of that? I'm glad he has a back. I'm glad he has a back cave with like wooden slats that look like they were taken out of like a memorabilia shop in the '90s. Um, <laughs> the Mike Singletary connection, kind of wild. Mike Singletary yeah, that was, was out of the blue. <laughs> football yeah, that coach was interesting. It's kind of wild. I didn't never knew that. Hope he didn't see his dick. I'm sorry. Mike Singletary pulled his D out when he was a head coach of the 49ers in the locker room. He's yelling at Vernon Davis and other players for like arguing and carrying on. And I believe halftime game that they were losing. And he's like, Oh, y'all are real badasses. You want to show us who the real man is in here? Pulls his D out, something along those lines. He didn't coach much after that. Looking up Mike Singletary, pen 15. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. It says he mooned his D. There we go. It's a mooning. Um, Damn. All right, well, shout out to Mike Singletary. At halftime. <laughs> you can't just you can't just toss a dong out there at halftime, can you? Dylan, you ever seen something like that? Not a um, dong, but like a, a football dong? I'm, I don't know how different football <laughs> dongs are from regular dongs, but I haven't seen a football. At halftime, you know it hits different. I haven't seen a halftime football dong, no. KJ? That would be it, no. I've never been attached to a public relations person saying he was just dramatizing how dramatizing, how embarrassing it was getting our tails whipped out there. Now let's get back out there. Was I feel what like he was intending to do. I feel like I've probably thinking back to like the eighth grade locker room at half. There's a pretty good chance. Somebody not a coach that would be extremely problematic. Um, but somebody, somebody probably did. Somebody pulled out their wiener. Hit him with a bat wing. Yeah. Or, you know, started doing the helicopter for some reason. Hey, it, it happens. <laughs> it does. We, we fucking hear it every other week. There's a, I mean, nobody, nobody goes as hard as the baseball guys. We no, know. The f- you're going to see some, there's some freaks. You're going to see some se- seventh inning stretches. You know there's what some, I mean? They're, they're, baseball guys are just weird, man. Yeah. You guys that's are true. fucking, that's your fucking deal. Yeah. Um, tell me about it. <laughs> Baseball guys and golf spectators, apparently. Just hanging D everywhere. I don't know. That clip was thrown into one of our group texts of the guy at the golf event where he just rests his piece on the... uh, Yeah, what? what, How does he not know? (laughs) You obviously can feel... No one knows what we're talking about, but it's just... What a bizarre... That's another... I didn't even respond to that. Uh, Anything else on uh, episodes one and two? We're going to watch the rest of it. And I don't know if we're going to do two episodes at a time. I think we were just like, we'll start with these two and we'll see how it goes. Nothing more like it, it, man. All in. Cool. I can't wait to see how this season plays out. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a fucking alert. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Hey, dude, don't say anything, man. It already happened. Oh, no. Uh, Hey, man. You know what already happened? I consumed my AG1 today. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because, I don't know, I was tired of taking so many supplements, wanted a a single solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional bases every day. I want a better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support, and 
I'll be honest, I kind of hate taking a, a bunch of pills and vitamins. So I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. I drink it up, straight up. It's how I start every morning. Walk out to the kitchen, grab my AG1, mix it up, and I drink it, Dylan. Is there a better way to start your day than drinking AG1? If, if there is, I'd love for you to tell me because I don't think there is. If I discover one, I will let you know. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash bang. That's drinkag1.com slash bang. Check it out. Let's talk golf. Open Championship, the other Open. Let's start with where the are we, Open Championship. Where are we playing this year? Royal Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh. What did it? Royal Liverpool, Dylan. Do you want to guess who the last two winners of the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool were? Ooh. Uh, one of them might have won very recently, and the other one may not be playing because he's uh, – is that the last time Rory won? He fucked his body up via driving. Uh, yes, Rory, <laughs> Rory did, did. Okay, and so then that was in, a long time ago. And then 2006, uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Who famously, in that round, uh, hit one driver the entire week, which is a pretty fun fact. It was very dry. Really? Yeah, which is kind of sick, and I don't think you're going to see that again. You're definitely not going to see that again. Um, what I was reading is that the course is... A little bit lush. That so would explain why Rory is the odds-on favorite to win this week, mm. as he not only has won on this golf course before, as you just said, but he just won the Scottish as well. He did. I don't know how much of that you caught. Probably not much, since watching it on TV or anywhere was a total pain in the ass. It wasn't like – I started seeing Twitter yesterday talking about it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go flip it on. Not on the Golf Channel. Golf Channel showing – I don't even know what they were showing. Steph Curry highlights, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, CBS Online, which I know isn't that hard to get to, but like when you got a kid and you're trying to do a bunch of things, it's just like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to watch this on my phone and uh, raise a, a toddler who's just like over there just fucking shit up as they do. Yeah, you know, believe it or not, I caught a little <laughs> tennis instead yes. of that tournament. Tennis, huh? Yeah, watch watch a little tennis. The joke, the Joker. Happy to see that that dude go down. Um, yeah, I was I was kind of pulling for him. I kind of like him now. Yeah, he's just a jerk. Wait, anyway, are we doing are we doing tennis yet? Yeah, no. I don't know. I, 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 I just don't added Alcar Alcaraz and Alcaraz. <laughs> it was say top it top of mind. Party. Uh, yeah. Um, Who are cool your note? What before I before I hit you with my uh, for sure lock to be a favorite. Um, prize money. Last time that Rory won, wild guess. Like the total purse or for uh for winner. the winner's share. Uh, one point two. Let's million. do it in poundage. Ooh, what about tunage? One point two million tunage. <laughs> um, I'm thinking it's gonna be uh fifty five fish and chips. Oh, that yes, definitely. Also nine hundred thousand pounds. So you know. Whatever that converts to, Don't know uh, converts up to, to three million this year. So you know, shouts to Greg Norman and inflation. Yeah, shout out Greg Norman. 
still hanging on. Sheesh. Shout out Liv. For now. Um, but my for sure lock, because everybody, you know, wants to follow my lead on this. Um, keep an eye out for uh, Cam Smith. Mm. And why is that? Why are you feeling bullish on Cam Smith? Uh, I feel like he's been putting his game together a little bit. Uh, he's not afraid okay. to win over there. Um, he had a strong showing at uh, uh, the PGA. So, you know, the guy's won majors. He plays well in big tournaments. He's been keeping his game shark, sharp uh, when playing 54 holes. You know, can only imagine what that looks like in another major. Uh, famously won the Open Championship in 2022. Uh Interesting. Of course. KJ, what would your fun uh, gambling guy nickname be? I would probably be Davy Locks. Like, what would what would you guys be? I'm just I don't know what made me think of that, but you got to have a <sighs> cool gambling name. So it's like, oh, dude. cash at the cage. Something cash at the cage. Lines. I kind of like that. That's not That's bad. a good one. Can you beat that? I don't You've know used if you that can. before. <laughs> uh, uh, Dilly Dollars. I I don't know. I that's terrible. Dilly Dollar. That's not that bad. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. Dilly Dollar. Davy Locke sounds too. I've got the worst one. That's not. That's not I good mean, at all. There's nothing unique about it. It does impress like '70s esque flow, but whatever. I like it. Okay. Um, you talking like pubic hair? <laughs> you talking? About? <laughs> you talking Merkins? It's a pubic wig, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, I figured that's where KJ was going with that. And if not, I apologize. I do apologize who, who do you, very dearly. Who, who's who should I watch? Uh in y'all's professional uh amateur opinion. That's I would watch keep, keep an eye on. Ricky. Uh he he also just turned his game back around and he is uh fourth best odds at plus twelve hundred. Oh he's obviously playing really, really well, has refound his game. Uh, and then you got you got the usual suspects up there too. You got Scheffler is uh, second, John Rom third, Fleetwood's up there, Hove, it's Dick's boy. It's Scheffler. If I'm picking uh my 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 least fun pick is Scheffler because of course, like the guy's having an insane year. And if he just putts okay, he's going to win. Yeah. Rory at plus five twenty five is your your odds on favorite. Like we already mentioned, it's been a very long time since he's won a major. Uh, would love to see him pull one together. Would love to see that. He's playing really well. So uh, who knows? He just seems to disappear on Saturday of yeah. majors. Probably because it's for the boys. Yeah, it's true. Which is weird because he's in a men's golf thing. So you yeah, think he would think he'd want to stick around. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But um, KJ, who you like? Um. Cam Smith, and then I'm also realizing Victor Hovland was on my radar. He he played like shit last weekend, but um, you know, uh, it, it would be nice to see him get over. I would love nothing there. more than seeing a uh, Vic Hov win, win because I just love the guy, and um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Scotty. I, it, Scotty's just boring as hell, man, which is weird because he does have does a lot of things unorthodox, but just like the coolest thing he's done is turn his hat forward to backward. 
in the rain. That's like the most electric thing he's done. That's and the coolest I, thing he's done? Well, I mean, other than like, like all of the winning. Other than, yeah, than like winning tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just need something else. Um, I can't tell you what the coolest thing Victor Hovland's done is other than just just put a smile on all of our faces. Oh, no. That's cute. What's the coolest thing that Del Curry's son, Steph Curry, has done? Man, I know it's a celeb tournament. But that's still pretty sick. I was so I was um watching it a little bit with my dad yesterday and my brother-in-law and it, the comment I made is that he's one of these guys who's just annoyingly just really good at life. He just does everything well and he's also extremely likable. It's so annoying. Fuck that guy. Talking about you or Steph? I'm talking about Steph, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the American Century Championship, I believe is the uh the tournament and uh he had the very uh, sick hole in one hole in one and then uh dylan i gotta say man as cool as your 12 footer to win your bachelor party scramble was mm -hmm. and it was sick uh i gotta say the eagle putt to win an actual golf tournament uh, i got from a guy who's you know, top 10 in a completely different sport right uh, that's pretty dope it's pretty dope i agree dave it's it, pretty dope. uh did you see who got third? Who? No. Joe Pavelski. Really? Yeah, I did okay. not realize. <laughs> I, I knew he had game, so that makes sense. I didn't. I did not know. I didn't. You'll be shocked to know. I didn't watch a ton of it. Uh, uh, and Aaron Rodgers fifth. So. Oh really? Oh, correct. Very cool. Yeah, that's uh that's an event that. I don't know. I. I do kind of like watching those guys get out there, but I can only watch it for a little bit. Um, I don't think that's an all-day viewing, watching uh, amateurs, those kind of amateurs. Better than the match. Granted, uh, he won the match the week before, too. But So I, I, I find celebrity amateurs, I guess, it's just you know celebrity titles, whatever, celebrity amateur events like that, to be more compelling than the match or some of these one-off things that we'll see out there uh no tones rooms in this event was tones not in i don't know i don't see him uh, on my rundown here but i do mm. see charles barkley finished 81st mm. in the 93rd 93 player field <laughs> i wonder what the threshold for getting an invite to that is because uh, uh, i feel like the there's score there's guys who uh <laughs> who play in this every year and it's like that it seems like the, there's a lot like huey lewis i feel like is Still out there. And it's like, once you get the invite, are you kind of grandfathered in? Or is there some kind of cut process to where it's like, all right, dude, dude hasn't finished in the top half in, in eight years. We got to get somebody else in there. I don't know. I'm basically asking because I'd like to know what we have to do. Because when are they going to start putting podcasters in? <laughs> Tell me that. <laughs> we had that chance to play in that one. Remember? The what? The, the uh, Pro-Am. Oh, yeah. And then. The players? <laughs> it was in, where was it? Atlanta? For a, a practice round, mind we would have played. Yeah. A, we had a chance to play a, a practice round. No, yeah. it was not Atlanta. It was somewhere in northeast. You're right, Atlanta New York City. I think it was New York. Uh, yeah, it was New York, New and it was York the tour. City. It was the first year they did the tour championship, and uh, we, we would have played with Pat Perez. We got a straight up invite, and in, uh, the higher mm. ups at the company we used to work for were like, "You know what? Nah, y'all, y'all can't go." Nah. Oh, okay. Yeah, wouldn't have, it wouldn't have helped the company? So, which I completely understand. <laughs> Um, <laughs> speaking of help, how's Tennessee going to recover from all these shenanigans, KJ? 
what signing uh deandre uh I'm i know about, i'm cucking a different story that's okay that's okay we, we're going to talk about that in a minute but i just i we you talk about things that i forgot about i forgot and maybe it's the the glaring lack of sec coverage in my game but i forgot that tennessee was uh, going to get the the book thrown at them so to speak and by yeah. that i mean have to vacate some wins what was the, the total number of penalties was, uh, oh, more than 200 violations during his <laughs> tenure at the University of Tennessee. Jeremy Pruitt, prior to getting the job, was the D coordinator at Bama or Georgia? One of the two. Uh, but by all accounts, his tenure there was an absolute shit show. His departure there was almost even worse to the point where I believe both he and the AD were gone um, and gone fairly quickly. But uh, 18 level one violations, the most severe, most uh, involved recruiting infractions, direct payments to athletes and their families, benefits that totaled $60,000. So 18 violations, 60 grand. You got to think this is probably by way of like cutting a check for something around their visit. Or something of that nature, because usually you can pay for a player and a family member for an official visit. I guarantee they were just like, yeah, bring them all. Well, here's the money to do it. Well, um, according to KnoxNews.com, um, actually, guys, George Floyd was on Pruitt's mind when he paid players' mom. It says here, Pruitt said he thought about racial inequality, excuse me, racial inequity and the high profile killings of. His words, black people when he gave a player's mother $300 in a Chick-fil-A bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just not how it works. That's what it says, dude. Unless, tell me I'm not reading some like onion-esque site. This Wait, is how much was in that bag? $300. Okay. It's <laughs> not that much. It's not that much money. I mean, I would love $300. Yeah. I mean, you can do work at Chick-fil-A since it was in the Chick-fil-A bag. I understand that. But. you got to think there was some food in there, too. Okay, now we're talking. So maybe it's like... Maybe some tendies. A good some you are, are you a tendies guy there? I, I go chicken strips at Chick-fil-A for sure. They're so good. Yeah, that, that's the order. Pruitt said a player's mother showed up in the parking lot outside of the UT football complex in tears because of financial hardship. She told him she had nowhere else to turn for money to pay her bills. Okay, look. I don't think this is that big of a deal. I just think I don't. Th I just feel like the pulling the. Why does his explanation make it sound worse than it actually is? Just say like, yeah, I slipped her some money. Like, because I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, don't, I wanted her son to play for me. Say that Pruitt said his privilege, her race, and social unrest were on his mind. Okay. I was like just okay, about how fucking black she. Was. What does? What is vacating wins do for you? What did KJ say? I don't know. I was just trying to be in the head of Jeremy Pruitt when he's like, my privilege in her race. Like, I just think about black this woman was and how fucking poor she was. So I, I figured I'd just break a couple rules and try to make it right. Okay. <laughs> vacating wins from seasons that happened four or five years ago. What is that? How much does that actually matter? Who cares about that? Right. Okay. Uh, that's, I was hoping we'd get there. Um, it, it means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. Like somebody I, I heard on the radio this morning is like, they gave like this changes Tennessee as a program, their overall, overall record from like 805, you know, whatever. 
It's like, dude, no one, no, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. Like, it doesn't no. matter at all. No one cares. It's silly. No one cares. Um, can I just take us backwards really quickly? Yeah, yeah. Please, actually, please, dude, because you're cracking me up right now. I didn't look for the answer. You told us before the episode that you wanted to get to his reason. I had no idea. Yeah, I I, um, I couldn't believe it, and I I wanted y'all to look at it before because I wanted to make sure I wasn't no, reading like a joke. I was not website. prepared for this, and maybe you are, but if so, it's I've got a lump in my throat thinking of this joke. But the Chick Fil A bag. Do you think this is a situation where like he had the bag already or it's a dry brand new bag? He asked for an extra bag or did he order a meal? And if there is food in there, do you at least take the steps of like stuffing it in to a box in that bag or you just fucking dump it on top? Like, okay. are you pissed off if your money's kind of hot and greasy? Yeah. You can't put it in the little sandwich foil <laughs> bag. You can't do that. Cause you know that, that, there's just so much humidity in those things. Three hundred bucks. This was this came out of his pocket, right? Like this. Was, this wasn't like uh, donor money. He How just, did he get he to pulled, sixty grand off three hundred dollars? He pulled three <laughs> bingies, a lot of fucking nugs. He pulled three benchies out of his wallet and put it in there and handed it to her. This is weird. A weird story. It said he carried this, wads like, of cash around when he was at Alabama. Okay, so I'm this guy's a little just disrespected at three hundred dollars. Like, don't fucking. Uh, Meet me crying in a stadium parking lot and give me three hundred. Like, worst things have happened in stadium parking lots. Was this not was her son in particular already with the program, or was he a recruit? I believe he was already with the program. Okay. Um, I just <laughs> man, Pruitt offered to self-impose a one-year show cause penalty, but he also argued that being fired for cause, forfeiting a twelve million dollar buyout, and not being hired by another school for the past two seasons should be considered ample punishment. Don't really disagree. Uh, as much right, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't. I I'm never going to blame this. Where like you can't get a job. Like what show cause actually mean in legal terms? Um. I don't really know how to explain it in this context. I do know. I'm sorry, man. I I can't I can't get past some of the shit I'm reading in here. And the photo they decided to use of him, where he's got the Tennessee. Okay, I don't know. It's just absurd. Um, Pruitt thought moms turned on him to protect sons. Boy, man, this guy really went through it. And I feel like Tennessee being a very very prestigious program, right? Blue blood. Maybe mm -hmm. blue blood adjacent yeah. on the bubble. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this would have been a, would have been a bigger deal, but whatever. The okay. Chick-fil-A bag. So, yeah, they'll be fine. So what's the most. A university cannot hire a coach or recruiter without penalties during the ban unless the NCAA agrees. So if he were to be hired by anybody, he would be suspended for the duration of that show cause. So. Yeah. I saw one year. If he, yes, correct. And that's an, in, that's not just a head coaching gig. That's even if he wants to be like a QA or an analyst or something. Correct. Which sucks. So did y'all ever come to a conclusion? Like what is the best vessel inside of a Chick-fil-A bag to hide $300 in cash in? Is it the Tendies box? Is it the Ooh. sandwich? You you could do a nice a nice band in there. Roll yeah. it up, band it. You know he's carrying bands around. Put it in that, in that four-piece chicken strip box. Mm. It'll fit nicely in there. Or is it the waffle uh, okay. fry container? Pans and make her dance. Yeah, I was going to say, just like straight in the back of the waffle fry. Or empty out that drink and you just put it in the cup. Throw a straw in there. 
It's probably the weakest option, but it would work. Yeah. Drink it up, if you will. Mm-hmm. There you mm-hmm. go. Well, um, this might be a, a Jeremy Pruitt podcast now. Now that I've read all of this, this is <laughs> look, man, it sounds like he's a it sounds like he's a pretty nice guy. He's just trying to help some people out who are uh, going through some tough times. But I need to write him an email, tell him I'm black as shit. Can you send me some money? <laughs> Or just some fucking Chick-fil-A. I'm not going to write I'm, that I'm okay email. with either. <laughs> we could probably get him on the show. There's no show cause for doing thinking bodies. Thinking of racial inequity and her race, my privilege. Man. Goodness gracious. That's tremendous. Okay, let's do some partying. No, let's party. This is the let's party. I think I feel like we've been partying this whole time. This is the part of the show where we not only podcast, but I threw a, podcast at the same time. a little Wimbledon action on there because... You know, we we do sports and stuff, so I figured might as well. But yeah, Alcaraz, Alcaraz. knocked off the Joker. Mm, epic. Let dude. him come back a little bit. He went up uh, two sets to one and let the old man steal steal that fourth set from him. Mm-hmm. I'm talking tennis. I don't really follow tennis closely. No, this I'm is talking, good. I'm talking a little. You sound tennis. like you know what you're doing here. But uh, the youngster, just 20 years old, too much for. Uh, the old savvy vet. Yeah. I mean, I know enough about tennis to say that this guy is the next big thing. So uh, I hope that really helps and satisfies everyone's need to hear about Wimbledon. Love Wimbledon. Love the pageantry. Love seeing Tommy Fleetwood with the lads. I love seeing uh, man, random people there. An absolute who's who of uh, of celebs that go to that thing. Mm-hmm. He had Kings. He fucking had princes. Royalty. Yeah. Royalty <laughs> yeah. was there. He got... Brad Pitt, I mean, a lot of a lot of folks. Jeremy Pruitt was there. That's right, with Chick Fil A. With a Jim. <laughs> um, I will put say money this about Carlos Alcaraz. I'll up? say this about Carlos Alcaraz. Like my knowledge of him has been, um, I won't say negative, but he's one of those people who emotes a lot, like a lot of tennis players do, but is the type that talks shit in a very negative manner in a lot of matches. But when you see that opposite of joker who is also that same dude who will bitch and moan it was tremendous it was great television uh for him to be 20 i feel like i've heard about carlos alcaraz for at least two or three years uh i'm excited to see you know where this goes what i don't love is in his first post-match interview being asked are you now do you now see yourself as that next rival for novak Djokovic?" i'm like i just beat him i'm the man don't ask me. He needs to be worried about being my rival. I believe his he, time's up. I believe he is two and one all time against the Joker. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not saying he should have slam dunked and talked shit. He handled it well. I just didn't love the question. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a great way to fill like two hours on the plane. KJ, you put this one in here. Congrats to Daniela Hemsley on her big win. Yes, uh, she does seem to be um, uh, one of those. Uh, uh, big, big one of those opportunities on boxing. I can't remember my, uh, my, uh, the joke I was going for there, mm-hmm. but, uh, as a man who sports women in sport, women in sports, mm-hmm. um, maybe all time goaded post game celebration. She busted them thangs out. Dylan <laughs> saw that pulled the top up. We can't show it cause we don't want to get kicked off of YouTube fucking censorship. I saw it on my TL and I accidentally hit play. 
and it just kept replaying a couple of times. I couldn't get it to stop. So Some things were things. I did accidentally they? see titties on the TL. Sorry for those who I offended. I caught it while on the flight back, and uh, you know, no apologies. If you're looking at my phone while on the flight, you're welcome. Uh, sorry, I do a sports podcast. <laughs> like, um, okay, yeah, it's research. I'm just working here. Be more worried about this cover over my pants. Hey, did you? Anyways, did you guys see that the Red River rivalry is back? Yes. I. <laughs> So it was the Red River That's shootout. To see. It was the Red River shootout till 2005. 2005. Mm-hmm. And then they went to rivalry and then showdown. And now it's back to rivalry. They changed it from shootout because you can't promote. Yeah. Gun. You can't promote guns. And, but and, that's always been my favorite. Red River rivalry is a mouthful. It's so hard for me to it, say. It's terrible. And also, like, but you can't argue with this. Like, there's been no gun violence since they changed the name from Red River Shootout. I always it's completely picture, stopped gun violence. I want to. I want to order a uh, or pay Cole Campbell to say something about the Red River rivalry the, just to see uh, okay. how well that would go. It's just unnecessary. Like, hey, good luck to Texas. That's him about to record your uh, cameo. <laughs> yeah, um, I probably won't do that, but I, I imagine it would be fun. I'll just call it Texas OU. Yeah, that's what I call it. Yeah. But the shootout was the best name. Not even close. No one's going out and buying guns because it's called that. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> well, somebody probably has. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of maybe, there's a lot uh, of scum who goes to that game. You ever been on the West End on Texas OU weekend? No. Just sucker <laughs> punch great. central. It has been way too long since I've been to that game. I need to go back very soon. Just catch me at the Barley House, bro. Sorry. You no, know, uh, maybe we can uh, we can talk about that. It'd be a good opportunity. Wouldn't hate it. Um, Showdown wasn't terrible. I'm sure there are other reasons they got rid of it, but like getting away from the RRR minus the movie uh, makes sense. But whatever. D Hop, he's a Tennessee Titan. Does that surprise you? Uh, are, are they paying? What's what's up with AJ Brown? They paying him? What's his deal? Oh, he's gone. He is. Mm-hmm. He's a he eagle. Go? He's a yeah. Oh, that's He's right. Who am I thinking? Who do they have left? Uh, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. And maybe yeah. his name is something different. God, I forgot AJ Brown went to the Eagles. I guess I knew yeah, that. He's really, yeah, unfortunately, because he's really good. He's very good. Led them to a Super Bowl. Yeah, Traylon. appearance. They lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised. That's Tennessee. I was like, oh, I don't know. I was kind of thinking. Bigger, bigger splash. Maybe New England. Maybe Dallas. I knew he wasn't going to Dallas, but you know what I mean. Whatever. That's fine. I um, guess. What's the quarterback room there? What's that looking like? Tannehill, Malik Willis. Willis. That's right. Yeah, Malik Willis. Tannehill's uh, got toe I was surprised until I rem- remembered that um, Vrabel in Houston, same time as D Hop, offense coordinator for the Titans was also like the passing game coordinator for the Titans uh, during Hopkins time uh, in Houston. So, okay. Uh, you know, it makes sense from a familiarity standpoint. I don't know that I love it given that he's in the AFC South now, but whatever, we'll see. And finally, we don't have to show the video, but um, there was another spectator caused crash at the tour de France. This happens every so often. And um, hmm. I just feel like, that has always made me that always gives me anxiety, the thought of just being that close to the action and how close those people get. You know, oftentimes they're getting pats on the back from random people. 
And the fact that this doesn't happen like every other day during the tour, it it surprises me a bit. But um, people like reach like reach out. I mean, mm-hmm. How do they not have barriers that you can't cross? I don't know. This it happens. This stuff happens too much, man. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Ridiculous. And that was a sports party. Okay, we can run it back. It's not going to be a long one today. It's uh, of course a segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. KJ came to Central Texas and didn't holler at us. It's true. That is true. KJ is not in the Texas Tech Green of Honor. However, Patrick Mahomes is. Make sense of that, folks. <laughs> but he's got Brittany. Jackson and Brittany Mahomes stay hitting the woe. Kirk didn't get the jab. KJ remembers the time Mike Singletary pulled out his football dong at halftime. <laughs> to be clear, his dong isn't a football. Right. We don't know that. Well, we don't know that. Yeah, I wasn't I've there. never seen it myself. It would be funny if it was a football. Dylan's a big tendies guy. We had titties on the TL. And finally, oh. Ryan Tannehill has toe thumbs. All those T's. Toe thumbs. <laughs> titties, TL, Tannehill, toe thumbs. Tendies. Tendies. And that concludes Run It Back. Alliteration. Hey, that's a podcast there, folks. We'll be back next week. Same time-ish, same place. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up.